Pro fans all over the world, we welcome you to the Pro Fan Arena where prolific sports fandom, a desire for wisdom in life and work, for the purpose of glorifying God through our gifts and talents, all rumble together. Thank you for joining us. Now introducing your starting lineup. Standing five feet nine from the University of Take Responsibility, playing the position of Chief Encourager, your host, the founder of Pro Fan League, the Pro Fan, Bradley Gibbs! Let's get it, y'all. Happy Tuesday, December 19th, 2023, the week before Christmas. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Pro Fan League Arena. My name is Brad Gibbs, the founder of Pro Fan League, and it's a thrill to have you with us today. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Jesus Christ is alive. He has conquered sin and death, and that makes this a great day. Now. Lace up your Adidas countries, and let's talk sports. Thanks to our dedicated listener, Scott from Lancaster, also my father-in-law, for recommending the Adidas countries still available for purchase. Now they're known as the Adidas country OGs. He recommended these shoes as the shoe that you wanted to wear if you were a middle school boy in the mid-1970s. He sent me pictures and a little bit of the backstory on them. They became popular as a pair of sneakers that go well with jeans worn by Eddie Murphy in Beverly Hills Cop. There's our sports shoe history for the day. It's a running shoe. And leads us nicely into our first topic of conversation. On a recent 60 Minutes on CBS, Novak Djokovic, Novak Djokovic is one of the premier tennis players in the world, one of the greatest tennis players in history of tennis. He is known for winning, number one, but he has really started investing his own money into young tennis players. So he started a school for them. He's been known to cover the cost of their travel, their meals, and their training. This won him an interview on 60 Minutes on CBS, and they asked him this question. Why are you helping the same people who want to take food off your table his answer because I have much more than I need I start the show with this today because it's the week before Christmas and this quote encapsulated beautifully what we talk about from time to time on this show time talent and resources. What's our big why? How are we using the time, talent, and resources that God has gifted to us to make a difference in other people's lives? 
And in the past two weeks, I have come across a number of really cool examples where people used their time, talent, or resources with intentionality, and it has made a resounding and rippling difference in the lives of someone else. So today to start the show, I wanted to draw out some of these stories to help us think about the opportunities we have in front of us in the next two weeks. To use our time, talent, and resources to maybe create a resounding and rippling effect in somebody's life for years to come. We start with Novak Djokovic and this simple sentence, because I have much more than I need. On this show, you have also heard me reference Blessings of Hope. Blessings of Hope is near and dear to my heart. Part of the Blessings of Hope research is that 40% of all the food produced in America ends up in a landfill. As Americans, we also have much more than we need. We have garages and attics, cabinets and cupboards filled with surplus. It gives us comfort. We put our comfort in our stuff or we take our identity in our stuff. But maybe Novak Djokovic can help us examine our lives in a new way. See, this simple sentence, much more than I need, has prolific consequences when we think about it. And when we think about what the Christmas season is, which is celebrating Jesus Christ leaving his heavenly throne to come to earth to save sinners. The ultimate sacrifice to be killed by the people he created to cover their sins so he can restore relationship with God the Father. The Bible says that Jesus came not to serve, not to be served, but to serve. He came as a servant. The idea of, I have much more than I need. Is that where we find our attitude today? I have much more than I need. I was really gobsmacked when I saw this story and listened to a little of this interview from Djokovic. His perspective of how it's really energizing to him to take the resources that he has and pour them in to people who maybe aren't getting opportunities because they lack resources, but they have tremendous talent. I heard the story and said, I have to bring this up on Pro Fan League. This is what Pro Fan League is all about. This very story. Somebody taking responsibility, viewing their own life with gratitude, 
and looking around with intentionality for who they can make a difference for. So, I thank Novak Djokovic for that interview and for helping me to think about my own life. Another example. In, a, in the recruitment of Shohei Otani, and we've talked about show me the money Tani a lot in the last couple weeks. We're not going to do that today at length. But in the recruitment of him, it has now been revealed that Kobe Bryant recorded a video back in 2017 for the initial recruitment of Otani to the Dodgers. But Otani never saw that video. So in this recruitment, here in 2023, the Dodgers pulled out that recruiting video from Kobe Bryant from 2017 and showed it to Otani. And apparently that recruiting video is a significant part of why Otani chose the Dodgers. Something that happened six years ago, recorded by Kobe Bryant, had a massive impact on Otani today. Now, Kobe Bryant has since passed away, which I think probably increases the gravitas of that video and has turned into, I'm sure, a very cherished keepsake for Otani now. But the reports are saying that he was blown away by this video from 2017, inviting him to join the history of the Los Angeles Dodgers in a very complimentary way of his skill set. This is an example of somebody using their time to encourage somebody else. Who could have guessed six years ago that that video would have such a meaningful impact today? Dare I say a history-changing impact. In another example of this idea of being generous and intentional with our time, talent, and resources, a story that was sent to me also by Scott from Lancaster, a rescue mission in Portland found a pair of new, near-mint condition, gold Jordan Nike Air 3s in the donation bin. It came to be known that these golden Jordan Air 3s were one of four or five pairs made custom for movie producer Spike Lee and his friends. They're valued by the Sotheby's Auction House at $10,000 in worth. And they showed up in the donation bin at a Portland rescue mission. 
That's a cool story. Another example of people using the resources they have. Maybe the surplus or maybe giving generously something that actually matters to them. Maybe something that would sting a little bit to give away, but they knew that it could be meaningful for someone else. And they dropped those shoes in the donation bin, and I am sure that that rescue mission was encouraged by this act, and who knows what kind of rippling impact that action has. A final story. In this idea of giving, of what we have to give, intentionally thinking about what our big why is this Christmas season. How can you make a difference? I will share a personal story of how somebody used their talent to make a difference in my life. When I was 15 years old, I worked at a camp over the summer called Northern Frontier. This is a camp, a Christian camp for boys in the Adirondack Mountains of New York. And in those days, a man was an assistant camp director there, and his name was Bud Smith. Bud Smith was a talented storyteller. He was a gifted communicator. But something that I think was one of his penultimate talents was his ability to tell people the truth, even hard truths, that they needed to hear why still making sure you knew that he cared. So when I was 15, Bud Smith pulled me aside in pre-camp. And it was a two or three minute conversation. And he said to me, Brad, you talk too much. And you need to work on it. This critique from him floored me. To that point in my life, I had never had somebody other than my parents talk to me so directly and point out a weakness. And he was absolutely right. It was a hard critique to receive in the moment. In his storytelling nature, he actually told me that I reminded him of a character in one of his stories that he had written called Sir Talks a Lot. Maybe it's ironic that I share this story now on a podcast where all I do is talk. But I will say over the last 20 years or so, 21 years, God has used that conversation to change my life and Lord willing... I have grown in wisdom of when to open my mouth and talk, like on this show, and when to keep it shut and use my two ears. And that was his encouragement to me that day. That was his stern rebuke to me that day. Truly, it lasted no more than 90 seconds. But as I think back on it now, well, maybe like three minutes. But as I look back on it now, 
<clears throat> the talent that he shared with me that day was he delivered that to me, but he did it in a way where I knew he cared and he wasn't given up on me. He told me because he cared. And that was part of the talent of a man named Bud Smith. He passed away last year. Maybe two years ago now. And yeah, I believe it was two years ago now. But his influence, that conversation is one of the top three most important conversations that anybody ever had with me. Even now, 21 years later. I bring that up to say, we cannot estimate the impact that we will have on somebody else's life. Kobe Bryant recorded a couple minute video in 2017, having no idea that he would pass away. And it turned into one of the cornerstones of the recruitment of the Los Angeles Dodgers for Otani. Somebody dropped a pair of shoes in a donation bin that were worth a bunch of money. And those shoes could very well make a difference for a lot of people. And who knows, maybe that story inspires some other people to think intentionally about how they can make a difference. Novak Djokovic has put in a tremendous amount of time to build platforms that provide resources to young tennis players with great talent who do not have the resources to access the training and the travel and the lodging that they need. All based off the cornerstone of 60 Minutes asking him, why are you helping your competitors, basically? And he gives the answer, because I have much more than I need. What a great time of the year to consider the areas in our lives where we have much more than we need. Maybe you have a lot of time in your life right now. Where can you use it to intentionally improve the life of someone else? Maybe you have a lot of talent in your life right now that nobody even knows you have. If Bud Smith doesn't take the time to pull me aside and have that conversation with me, I probably would have made even more mistakes with my tongue than I have in my life, and there have been plenty. But that conversation is always near. What are some areas where the talent you have needs to be shared with somebody else? Resources. Where do you have a surplus? Maybe it's monetary. Maybe it's in Christmas cookies. Maybe it's an extra Christmas ham. Maybe it's a bunch of canned jarred food in your basement. Maybe it's piles and piles of clothes with the tags still on. 
Maybe it's an extra seat at your kitchen table this holiday for somebody who doesn't have any family close by. Where's your surplus? Where, like Mr. Djokovic, do you have much more than you need? Where can we take up the example of Jesus Christ who left everything behind in his heavenly kingdom to come as a servant to save sinners and he's alive now and he stands ready to save this is amazing news these are really impactful examples of where we can create value with our time, talent and resources you never know what an action that you take will do in the life of somebody else maybe it's not immediate maybe it's years down the road but I encourage you to establish your big whys and to start taking some action there's no time like the present let's get it y'all Let's get it. In the spirit of those Air Jordan 3s, we're going to we're just going to take a quick run right through the world of sports here outside of what we've already discussed with Novak the Joker, Djokovic, Kobe Bean Bryant, Air Jordans making an impact. I think there's a couple players on the Detroit Pistons who wear Jordans. They just lost their 24th straight game. Cade Cunningham scored 43 points, but it wasn't enough. 24 straight losses. Part of it probably comes back to the desire to play defense. It's a hard desire. And those NBA players can certainly fill it up. The Vancouver Canucks, the Las Vegas Knights, and the New York Rangers currently lead the NHL with 21 wins apiece, and the San Jose Sharks and the Chicago Blackhawks are the cellar dwellers in the NHL right now at nine wins. There's a little hockey update. In college football, we are into bowl season. There are a lot of bowls. And in case you haven't taken the time to think about them, I don't blame you. I'm always fascinated by some of the names. <laughs> and quite frankly, I wonder... Are these really recruiting tools? Listen to some of these. We've got the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Maybe some of these young men haven't been to Myrtle Beach. So that's an opportunity. The Cricket Celebration Bowl. The Avocados from Mexico Cure Bowl. I didn't do enough research on this name to know. 
do avocados from Mexico cure? Is that like the point? Or is this a dually sponsored name? Avocados from Mexico. Mexico, And then a separate cure. Or do avocados have tremendous healing properties? There's probably somebody who knows a lot about nutrition that would like to tell me that they do have some sort of healing properties. Aaron Rodgers probably ate them to fix his Achilles or something. The Isleta New Mexico Bowl. The LA Bowl, which featured Rob Gronkowski singing the national anthem. That's part of a choir. I don't think you have to go uh, watch the YouTube video there. But is that a recruiting piece? Come to UCLA. We'll take you to the LA Bowl and you can hear Rob Gronkowski sing. Or this one, the famous Toastery Bowl. Welcome to Old Dominion, young fella. You're looking at the program that just won the famous Toastery Bowl. Strap up, young man. You've got a scholarship here. Where do I sign? I don't even know what that is. The famous Toastery Bowl. It's a free road trip to Charlotte. That's what it is. Roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. The Camellia Bowl. The famous Idaho Potato Bowl. 68 Ventures. Clarence T.C. Ching Athletics Complex. I don't I don't think that's a bowl. I think they're playing... Oh, it's the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. Easy Post. Sign up to Coastal Carolina. Easy Post. Hey, those kids get to go to Honolulu. That's a good trip. The Quick Lane Bowl. The Duke's Mayo Bowl. Grandma. I just won the Duke's Mayo Bowl. What's that, Sonny? You have a bowl of mayo? Why are you talking about my dog named Duke? My grandma had a dog named Duke. The Tax Act Texas Bowl. The Wasabi Fenway Bowl. You think there's like a little bowl of wasabi in every locker at the Wasabi Fenway Bowl? The highlight of that would be playing football in Fenway Park. The Pop-Tart Bowl. And quite frankly, the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. I love Cheez-Its. If you got like a year supply of Cheez-Its for playing in the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl... That could be a cornerstone of my recruitment as a college athlete. You come to Iowa, we'll make sure you have plenty of Cheez-Its in your dorm room year-round. Where do I sign up? Cheez-Its and an Arnold Palmer? Now we're talking. What a combo. There is a lot of NFL football this week. 
Christmas week. There's games spread all across the way. There's three weeks left in the NFL season. I think that Joe Flacco has to seriously be considered for NFL Comeback Player of the Year. I know, he's only played three games so far. But when he was seen hopping on his electric scooter with the orange flag behind it and driving from New Jersey to Cleveland to sign up to play for the Browns at 38 years old, who would have thunk that he would have the stabilizing effect that he has on that franchise? And don't get it twisted. Joe Flacco is a Super Bowl champion and for a brief minute in 2013 was the highest paid quarterback in NFL history. He does not lack arm talent. He's a big, sturdy guy at six foot six. He knows how to win in the cold. And if he indeed gets Cleveland, who has played five, he's the fifth different quarterback to play for that franchise this year. If he indeed gets them into the playoffs and they make a run, man, I think Joe Flacco has to be viewed as one of the most incredible comeback stories in the NFL this season. I know that he is battling DeMar Hamlin, who had a very serious, nearly critical medical emergency on the field last season in Cincinnati. And DeMar Hamlin has come back, and he has played in two games and recorded two tackles. So that's a hard story to overcome. Could there be co-NFL comeback players of the year? Because DeMar Hamlin has not played much on the field. Could it be a split trophy this year? DeMar Hamlin, auto winner, Joe Flacco for performance on the field. And Christian McCaffrey, I think, has to be in the lead for MVP. I know this has been trumpeted on national media for the last day or two here that he's got to be the front runner, especially with uh, the Dallas Cowboys laying an egg. I mean, Josh Allen has been playing well. But right now, Christian McCaffrey with three games to play has 1,801 all-purpose yards on 244 carries, 57 receptions, and 20 total touchdowns. I will say this, the award's probably up for grabs, but on Christmas night, Baltimore plays San Francisco. Lamar Jackson and Christian McCaffrey both have an opportunity to put a stamp on the MVP race in front of the America National Festive Christmas audience. If McCaffrey puts up a performance against the Ravens, like the performance he just put up against Arizona, that could be a huge step in the right direction to win in the MVP. But I'm sure he'd much rather hoist the Super Bowl trophy in February. That's a quick cruise around sports. I'm grateful for you joining the Pro Fan League podcast today. If you haven't got a chance to 
read the Swinging a Torch blog, I encourage you to head over to ProFanLeague.com and take a read. You'll also find there our business spotlight. Every month I spotlight a business and an entrepreneur that are doing amazing things, just like Novak Djokovic in the world. The month of December, the business is called Manufacture Good. Go there, see the videos, visit the website. It's cool stuff. Don't forget Blessings of Hope. Watch some of their videos. Understand what they're doing to help solve the issue of world hunger and to eliminate the food waste in America. Please, don't forget to share this show. Give us a five-star rating if you find the time on Spotify or Apple. That's helpful. Talk about it with your friends. I'm thankful for the time that you took to listen. I'm cheering for you. Go make plays. We are not just fans. God willing, talk to you Friday.